Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. Liberty Council filed its reply brief to the Florida Supreme Court asking the court to block the deceptive abortion initiative from going on the state ballot. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. In this particular case, there is a citizen initiative. It is backed by Planned Parenthood and the ACLU and other abortion advocates. They want to amend Florida's constitution to have unlimited abortion. Now, we believe that there's going to be some good rulings coming out of the Florida Supreme Court, and that's why they are afraid of what's going to happen. We have two briefs currently filed at the Florida Supreme Court with regards to the defense of a 15-week abortion ban. We not only argue that that abortion ban, 15 weeks, should be upheld in Florida, but that the Florida Supreme Court, in another brief that we filed, should overrule the 1989 NRA-TW decision that made abortion more liberal in Florida even than Roe versus Wade. So when the Dobbs decision was overturned at the Supreme Court in 2022, there were no changes in Florida because we still have this terrible decision going back to 1989 from our own Florida Supreme Court that made Florida very liberal. That has resulted in Florida becoming a haven for abortions after the Dobbs decision was overturned on June 24, 2022, because the other surrounding southern states, they enacted laws that either banned or significantly restricted abortion, and consequently people in the southern part of the United States flock to Florida to get their abortion. So we have filed two briefs at the Florida Supreme Court. We're waiting on those decisions to come out to uphold the Florida 15-week abortion ban. If that is upheld, the six-week abortion ban goes into immediate effect and to ask the Florida Supreme Court to overturn its 1989 terrible decision. We believe that we have a good Florida Supreme Court because mm -hmm. Governor Ron DeSantis has appointed constitutionalists to the high court. And I believe Florida can be a mirror image in this state as we saw in the United States Supreme Court with a 15-week abortion ban being used as the catalyst to overturn Roe. The 15-week abortion ban in Florida can not only be upheld, but overturn NRA TW. So that's the good news. And that has caused the pro-abortionists to panic. So consequently, they are gathering signatures to put an abortion amendment on the Florida ballot to be voted on in 2024. But you know, Matt, I must say this proposed amendment should be a wake-up call for us as the church, the pro-life population, because it seems like uh, we are behind the eight ball in this issue. We did not, we're not proactive, we're not taking the offensive, whereas the pro-abortion population said, oh wait, we can't have uh, Florida to be protected of life. So we're going to push this. We're going to get signatures. We're going to put the money behind it. And so then the pro-life population 
responded, reacted instead of taking the initiative. So I think this is a great lesson, a wake-up call to the church. We need to be taking the initiative and protecting life in this state and in every state. Well, in Florida, what we are doing here now is making the preliminary challenge to block this from going on the ballot. You're right, uh, Planned Parenthood and the ACLU, they're gathering signatures. They've got about 400,000 or so to 500,000 signatures. They're well short of the total amount that they will need to get this on the ballot, and there's a time frame in order to do it. However, they do have enough signatures that trigger a review, and that review has to go before the Florida Supreme Court. So we're at the stage where they have enough signatures that trigger the review, and that review then goes to the Florida Supreme Court whenever there's a voter initiative to amend the state constitution, that initiative has to comply with certain law. The Florida Supreme Court cannot issue a decision as to whether they agree or disagree substantively, but their decision is limited to two things. Number one, is that initiative um, clear and unambiguous? And number two, is it only a single subject? If it violates either one of those, so if it's not clear or it's deceptive, uh, then it can't go on the ballot. And even if it is clear and you know exactly what it's about, but it actually addresses more than one subject matter, then it can't go on the ballot. And the reason for that is if you're going to amend the Constitution, the voter needs to understand exactly what it is that they are voting for, and they can't be asked to vote yes or no on something that covers more than one subject. Well, let's start with the first one, Matt. I mean, regarding deception, the, even the name of this proposed amendment is called Amendment to Limit Government Interference with Abortion. Well, that's very misleading. You know, you could think of all kinds of things uh, regarding that. So it's really misleading voters and hiding the true purpose, which is to codify abortion, change the Constitution in Florida, which it definitely misleads the voters and is very deceptive because this proposed amendment hides the true purpose behind it, which is to enshrine a right of abortion in Florida for any reason at any stage of the pregnancy. Yeah, and let's look at the language here, because the language is pretty important. And it says, quote, No law shall prohibit, penalize, delay, or restrict abortion before viability, or when necessary to protect the patient's health, as determined by the patient's health care provider. So let's begin with this. They're arguing, don't worry about the 15-week abortion ban. It's not going to be affected. Well, that's not true. It says no law shall prohibit, penalize, delay, or restrict abortion before viability. So clearly, up until viability, there is no law, no matter what reason, no law, no law can delay or restrict abortion. That means viability, wherever that might be, that gets into your late second trimester. You know, viability may be after 15 weeks, so it could be at that time, could be later. And so all these, this 15-week abortion ban would be torpedoed. But let's, before we break that down, let's look at no law can delay or restrict abortion before viability. 
So viability is going to be about your late second trimester, for example, or it's in your second trimester. So you can't have any law that delays or restricts abortion during that time. Well, what would that be? What about clinic regulations? What about the fact that you need to have a medical license? That could restrict abortion because it would restrict people's access to abortion. It could be argued by the abortion clinic that this penalizes us because, and it delays the abortion because we have to have uh, these regulations. A waiting period, ultrasound, all of those would be banned. All of those would be banned, including a ban on parental notification. But then it goes on to say this, and this is the key. Hmm. Before viability or, or after viability, meaning when necessary, to protect the patient's health as determined by the patient's health care provider. And those two terms, health and health care provider, are not defined. Which means a health care provider can be anybody. It's not limited to a licensed Could be a chiropractor medical or doctor whatever. or yeah. anybody who's even a licensed individual. Health care provider is undefined, so it's anybody who's providing, quote, health. Health is undefined. It can be mental health, financial health, you know. And if you go back to the Doe v. v. Bolton case of January 22, 1973, the companion to Roe v. Wade, uh, that included emotional, physical, psychological, mm -hmm. familial, and age of the woman. That was essentially a modification of the World Health Organization definition of health, which includes everything. So health here is everything. So if you have a health care provider that's doesn't have to be a doctor, saying that for any reason the person's um, reason why they need to have an abortion falls under health, and the word necessary is not defined either. That means, as you said, Holly, abortion on demand through all nine months for any reason at any time. Right. Pray for this case as we continue to defend life. You can go to Liberty Council's website. We're defending life all over the country, lc.org forward slash life. That's lc.org forward slash life. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org, where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. The website again, lc.org. You can also call us at 407-875-1776. Again, that phone number, 407-875-1776. Become an active partner of Liberty Council and make a difference in your community and across the nation.